Thanks for tuning in to this special edition of the Black Girl Nerds podcast. My name is Jamie. In this episode, we have Karan doing a one-on-one interview with the Gibbs sisters. You may have heard of the invention of E.J. Whitaker. If you haven't, let's give you some background. It's an indie comic book and animation sister team led by Shawnee and Shawnell Gibbs. A 24-page comic book tale mixing elements of adventure, romance, historical fiction, and steampunk to tell the story of one heroine's epic journey through cultural and gender landmines of the early 20th century to become a bona fide inventor. When Ada Turner, a young inventor's apprentice, creates a flying machine in 1901, she's introduced to the dangerous side of the industrial age. Shawnee and Chanel grew up in Oakland, California, writing and illustrating handmade comic strips, which they sold for a quarter around their grade school. Later inspired by literary and animation heroes, including sci-fi novelists Octavia E. Butler and cartoonists such as Maury Turner, Aaron Magruder, and Craig McCracken, the sisters began creating flash cartoons and animation while undergrads at San Francisco State University, and wrote and independently produced short films including the Black Filmmakers Hall of Fame inductee, Ravishing Raspberry. Also, the sci-fi animated web series adopted by Aliens, and later the comedic series Old Ladies Driving. Their Tribeca-funded directorial short animation, Soul and the Case of Tiny Sparks, was cited as a highlight of the New York Kids Fest by the New York Times, and was an official selection of the Chicago and Seattle International Children's Festivals, and it won Best Animation at the Montreal International Black Film Festival. The Gibbs sisters' storytelling abilities are multi-platformed, and in addition to weaving tales and comics for animation, they've crafted stories for non-fiction programming for networks such as BET, NBC, ABC, The Food Network, Discovery Channel, and National Geographic. The sisters are 2011 fellows of the Guy Hanks and Marvin Miller Screenwriting Fellowship at the University of Southern California, and are writers of the Writers Guild of America, organization of black screenwriters and women in animation. Take a listen to this great podcast interview featuring the Gibbs sisters. Hey everybody, this is Karan. Thank you so much for joining us on the Black Girl Nerds podcast. Today we have a very special treat. Award-winning filmmakers, writers, directors, and producers of television and film, they are master storytellers. And their newest project, The Invention of E.J. Whitaker, is now an undeniable success. They are Wonder Twins in real life. Welcome Shawnee and Shawnell Gibbs to the Black Girl Nerds podcast. Thank you for having us. Thanks, Karan. I'm so excited. Congratulations on your Kickstarter success. Thank Thank you. you. Yeah, we just woke up this morning to the news that we have been funded, and it's it's just been amazing. So So you woke up like this? Is that right? (laughs) Woke up all excited like this, right? Well, it's 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 wonderful, and and we're gonna get a little bit get into a little bit later about your Kickstarter success. But first, tell us who is E.J. Whitaker. Well, um, E.J. Whitaker is really not what he seems <laughs> because he is actually a she. Um, we uh, we came up with the the uh, idea for the invention of E.J. Whitaker because we had been um, a few years ago 
researching um, some African-American vaudeville performers who uh, lived and existed at the uh, turn of the 20th century. And so um, we just really fell in love with the time period. We were like researching old black newspapers mm -hmm. and kind of uh, just looking through some history books and stuff. And we just discovered all of these that there were all these cool people and, you know, they were doing really amazing things and they were a lot like we are today. It was just a hundred years ago. Um, and we thought, oh, this, this is just a, a the perfect uh, time period for a story. You know, there's the fashion, the, you know, inventions and innovations that were taking place. And so uh, we came up with an idea um, about a, a young black woman who herself was an inventor and um, and what that must have been like at the time period, because we know from history that women, you know, uh, didn't have many rights. They couldn't uh, even own property if they weren't married. And even if they did own property, then that property belonged to their husbands mm -hmm. and like all sorts of things that made us, you know, second class citizens as women and being black women already, you know, yeah. so that's like third, fourth, fifth class citizen, yeah, you know, along with Jim Crow and all that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the Jim Crow laws. Um, and so we were just thinking what, you know, what if there's a young woman who in existed who wanted to be an, an inventor and how would she go about doing that? And uh, so we thought, you know, what if she in, uh, invented under a male pseudonym? And so that's kind of uh, how the story began. And so um, our main character, Ada Turner, is a student at Tuskegee University. And, you know, she comes up with this pseudonym of E.J. Whitaker. And once she invents E.J. Whitaker, all of a sudden people are excited and they want to know who this guy is mm -hmm. and they want to know, you know, they find out that she's created this flying machine and, you know, everybody, she's just like a, it's somewhat like a <laughs> Twitter celebrity or something. <laughs> <at night. laughs> but, um, and so that was the catalyst. That's the catalyst for the story. And um, we're just really excited about it, telling a story like this, about a woman like this, because, you know. Uh, she could have existed and she probably would have had to sort of downplay or hide her abilities. And those are themes and, and things that uh, still exist today for women. You Absolutely. know, over a hundred years later, it's like you're, you're still fighting the good fight in, in STEM and um, technology. You have a lot of stories where similar things are happening where women are up against a lot um, of the same challenges that Ada was and the story takes place so many years ago. So, I mean, we're just really excited to be able to tell the story and to share, um, share this project and really extremely excited that uh, we were able to get the funding um, to be able to put, have our team, you know, do it with, with ease without having to worry about where mm -hmm. the money is going to come from or having to worry about how it's going to get done. It's just like now we can just go and create and uh, we're just really happy about it. So, And I feel so connected to this project because you guys are twins and my mommy is a twin Ada. and then her name is Ada and my grandmother's name, my great grandmother's name was Ada. Wow. And I just, and the artwork in is absolutely beautiful. Tell me a little bit about how the team came together. Yeah, well, um, you know, Shanae and I have worked um, in a lot of different uh, fields of like storytelling. So our, our jobs are uh, currently in television. But you know, since we were kids, we've always been interested in just visual storytelling. So mm -hmm. whether it was us drawing or writing, 
or, um, you know, collaborating with other people. It's always been like a big part of how we communicate and a big part of um, the dream for our lives and our careers. Um, and then so just like over the years, we've just slowly developed and evolved um, that that process. And uh, so out of film school, uh, we started making our own animations, um, which became, you know, how we got known kind of around as being like animators. Mm -hmm. um, so we worked on an animated project for our friend. We directed and produced called Sule in the Case of the Tiny Sparks. Um, where we helped to get this 10-minute film made that was funded by Tribeca. It was a really great success on the uh, on the film festival circuit. But al along the way, we we met some really great artists, and two of them um, are now working on the E.J. Whitaker project with us. Um, the first artist who did storyboards with us for Sule in the Case of the Tiny Sparks uh, is an artist by the name of Mark Hernandez, and, um, I mean, we were just blown away by his art the first time we saw it, uh, uh, when he did the story, when he did the storyboards for the animatic, we were just like, man, we could just put, put music under it and, and make it, make it a movie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, he was just really that incredible and it was just pencils at the time. So when we, um, decided, when we started developing the idea of EJ Whitaker, we want, we knew that, you know, that his artwork was something that we would, it was romantic. It was you know, magical. magical. Mm -hmm. It was um, has a bit of whimsy and is reflective of the time period. You know, it just totally en encompasses that time. So we really knew that we wanted him a part of it. And uh, then we had an another uh, fr a friend of ours now who uh, was from the Bay Area. We're originally from the Bay Area. And while we were working on Sule, he had just randomly just sent an email like, hey, I'm from the Bay and <laughs> I know you guys are doing this stuff in L.A. And I just you know, let me know how I could be of assistance. And we were like, we need you like now. <laughs> and his name is Asani McIntosh. And he ended up doing, um, he ended up doing uh, background art for us. And uh, I mean, when we saw his stuff, mm -hmm. I mean, he was in like grad school somewhere on the East Coast or something. And um, I mean, just when we saw his work, it was just like, oh my God, his colors are amazing. I mean, Andy's from the Bay Area. I mean, mm -hmm. like it was, it was insane. So basically, those two guys are uh, some of the people that we worked with in the past and that we're currently working with. Hassani is now going to be our colorist on EJ Whitaker, and Mark Hernandez is doing the the main um, the pencils in art. And then um, another artist is Earl Womack, who we uh, ran into at a, a a Comic Con over here in Long Beach. But he's from the East Coast. We just bumped into him and uh, he showed us his art and he was just a kindred spirit. You know how you meet those people and you're just yes. like, you're just like my cousin or something. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, we're just related somehow. <laughs> um, but when we saw his art, we were blown away. We was like, we, we just, ha we have to work with this guy. And so we've collaborated a couple of times and um, Earl is going to be our cover artist and he's been doing some beautiful artwork for uh, EJ Whitaker. And we're just really excited about the team and, yeah, we can go on and on. There's one more. There's Starlene Hodge. Starlene Hodge. Who yeah. is um, in comics herself. Mm. She does candy comics. Mm -hmm. She's, uh, you know, we didn't even realize we got her to do um, Logo 
mm-hmm. work for one of our other uh, comic book projects. I, I mean, that we could go on for like two hours, but I'm going <laughs> to try to keep it short. Um, so Starlene worked with us on um, Fashion Forward, one of our comic projects, our web comic a few years ago. And then so we were able to bring her back and she did the great emblem for E.J. Whitaker that I, I mean, Which I just I love I can't even. Yeah, I could just look at that all day. This thing is fabulous. <laughs> so Starlene Hodge, but it's, it's just like really, I mean, just putting this project together and working with people over the years, it just um, I mean, it just really helps to have people that you know and you trust and that you've worked with in the past. And I'm just so, like, grateful and, and glad that over the years we've been able to to build, um, you know, these relationships and then also build a team to help, you know, for future projects. So it, was just, it feels really good. I mean, just, I just am just on cloud nine right now. So it just feels good. Now, we see the influence in fashion and culture of steampunk, but what is it? What is the steampunk era? And why do you think it's so cool right now? Um, uh, steampunk, it, for what I think it's cool because it just looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you see people like at cons and, you know, all around with the, you know, the gadgetry. <laughs> they've got the top hats. They've got the goggles. Mm-hmm. They've got, you know, some sort of cool invention on their back. Um, it's a sub genre of science fiction and it, um, it sort of explores the, it's mainly set in the Victorian era. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, this is Mm -hmm. when steam technology was king, you know, uh, steam powered factories, it powered the railroads, Mm -hmm. it powered homes. And so like most of the gadgetry and stuff that you see is sort of powered by steam, which is the steam and the punk is sort of like, you know, the rebels who are, you know, doing their own thing or being sort of different in this world. And uh, we just knew that with the time period, which is 1901, it's uh, actually the it's the very end, I think, of the Victorian era, because that's Mm -hmm. the year Queen Victoria died. Um, we knew that steampunk would be the perfect genre to tell this story and we knew we wanted to tell an adventure. We knew that we wanted to um, to use a steampunk aesthetic. That's where you got, you know, um, things that are built with those old world sort of uh, utensils like wood, brass, leather. You know, mm-hmm, we wanted mm-hmm. to really incorporate that visual aesthetic uh, into the comic and um, that's what made us uh, choose steampunk. Uh and we were happy to uh, to bring a, an African-American perspective to steampunk in comic form, too, because there's a lot of, you know, uh, black folks are really out there, you know, at the cons and stuff. And I think we should have stories that represent us in this world, too, uh, because, you know, at the start of steampunk, a lot of the stories were pretty, you know, pretty um, not diverse. <laughs> <laughs> wanted to bring some uh bring a little flavor and bring some uh some new characters and and a female heroine yes. you know to the uh to the landscape so we're excited to to tell the uh the story in this genre now ada does not work alone so how important was it to have a, a woman man team versus one or the other and what role does their relationship play in the story yeah i think um you know a lot of the stories sort of divide us up (laughs) in the African-American community. Mm -hmm. And uh, we wanted to, you know, empower women, but not um, exclude men from the adventure uh, in in this story as well. So um, Ada, yes, she she uh, she's brilliant and she has all this 
you know, she has the inventions and she has everything that she needs to go out there and get it in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, William, who is a mysterious guy who throughout the story, you know, it reveals more and more about his character. Um, He sort of takes on uh, the persona of E.J. Whitaker. And uh, between the two of them, they have to work together, even though they're in this situation that's, you know, uh, lots of conflict and all mm-hmm. these things. They ha- they have to figure out a way to work together to protect Ada and to protect the um, the work of E.J. Whitaker. And I just think it's just it's an adventure and it's a, a co partnership that we haven't quite seen for African Americans. And I'm just I'm really excited to um, to weave it in and to 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 tell that sort of a story. Yeah, and romance. Yeah. Hello, hello. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Because we need that too. Yeah, yes. Now, I don't want to minimize this at all, but you guys are award-winning filmmakers. You're not just somebody who went to film school. So how did you guys get started as writers and what led you back to Hollywood? Um, let's see, I think we've, we've sort of just been writing stories uh, our entire lives. Um, even as kids, when we would draw and doodle and create uh, these escape sort of for ourselves um it just started a long time ago and it's like once you catch that writing bug it's like you just can't turn it off Mm -hmm. so I mean um and though we went we went to film school and we've been telling stories you know like in comics and animation and I feel like if they invent some new sort of um technology to tell (laughs) stories in we'll be telling them there too it's just like how can we uh how can we share like our ideas with the world and uh, and what tools can we use to to do it? You know, that's kind of how we've been feeling. And Hollywood is, you know, we work in television and stuff. Hollywood beckoned us after <laughs> film school <laughs> and we came down here and we've been doing um, pretty, pretty all right down here, like uh, supporting ourselves in nonfiction programming, which is another form of storytelling, too. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Oh, we don't love don't it. be love shy. It. You can mention some of those titles. Uh, oh, what is it for the, <laughs> the programs? Yes. Oh, b- go ahead. Project Runway, Top <laughs> Chef, X Factor, mm-hmm. uh, Wicked Tuna, uh, <laughs> Ultimate Fighter. There's a lot of them. Anything yeah. good I'm missing? No, I can't even. I can't mention what I'm working on. But I, oh, I really like. She's the working on a working new on project now. that's super exciting. Well, well one I, of one I, of the I, reasons I wanted to bring attention to that is because we don't often see us in those writers' rooms, mm-hmm. and we don't often know where those writers' jobs are. Oh yeah. So it's so important for me to let our audience know where you stand in this industry because it is impressive. It is amazing. The work that you guys have done and the projects that you have worked on and you are now a Kickstarter success story. You are (laughs) fully funded. You you were fully funded in about half the time of your campaign. So what made you choose crowdfunding and why do you believe, or what do you believe was the key to your success in this particular platform? Oh my goodness. Well, you know, it took us like two years almost because um, the invention of EJ Whitaker started uh, like five years ago, mm-hmm. just the, the the idea of it. And we've been working since then in, in bits and pieces to, um, to bring it together. And uh, at the beginning of last year, well, in 2014, we just started considering uh, crowdfunding. 
And, um, you know, I think there was a bit of like fear and hesitation in going out there and, and, and asking people to, you know, fund you. It's, it's, it's just a hardcore sort of decision to make. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, it, we had to like conquer that fear of asking people um, for support. And, um, you know, it took a long time. It took, at the, at the beginning of last year, we had started working on <laughs> the crowdfunding, um, just like a video or something like that, you know, and it just took uh, just took a very long time because we were just scared to press the button <laughs> and mm-hmm. just scared to go out there and ask for what it is that we wanted. But we knew that if we didn't, probably E.J. Whitaker, <laughs> the story would never get told because we'd never be able to, you know, Get it, get the um, the finances and everything together. Yeah, the to... the other thing. I'm sorry. The <laughs> other thing that was happening was like just it was almost like just as the moment came for us to be like, okay, this is the date we're going to launch. <laughs> then something would happen, right. and we'll be like, oh, mm-hmm. we can't do it. Right. And then we will set another date like a few months later. Oh, this is the day. It was like, <laughs> oh, this has happened. We can't do it. So it was just like we. It's now or never. Right. Like if we don't do this. E.J. Whitaker it will never get seen. And this is one of those stories for both of us. It's like, I need to do this, you know, in my lifetime before it's all over. <laughs> right. like, I got to see E.J. Whitaker, like, realize I got to hold that comic in my hand. And I yes. would love to let just have people see this image of this man and this woman going on this adventure, flying around, just doing all this crazy stuff. I just <laughs> want people to just, you know, have a physical embodiment <laughs> of that, you know? And I'm just, oh, I'm so thrilled to yeah. be able to share it. I think, I mean, you know, fear can get in the way of, of you um, going for your dreams. Mm-hmm. I mean, and um, so I think that's just like, for me, that's the the big takeaway of it. Mm-hmm. Because it had we never started the campaign, we we never would have known that, you know, strangers, you know, across the globe would support us. You know what I mean? I, I mean, it was a fear of like, nobody's going to give me $2. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, you know, you got people in Afghanistan or, you know, or Australia, um, yeah, Australia or like Japan here, you know, helping you out. And so, I mean, I think that's like, if I could say that to anybody who's listening, who, you know, has a little bit of a fear in, in getting something started or just, say you know, that. trying say to get it. out there. Yeah. And uh, pursue what it is. I mean, I know it sounds a little cliche, but really, I mean, you just have to kind of like conquer it and step out. And then you just you never really know what ha- what, hap- what will happen. So that's that was the, the, the big thing for us in Kickstarter. And I think, yeah, it's just uh, a matter of just, you know, letting people know ahead of time, mm-hmm. uh, just a, some pl- taking some planning, which was a big thing. <laughs> <laughs> for us <laughs> uh, my boyfriend is here he was really helping us with the planning of it you know mm-hmm. as well it's just like okay you know you just want to make sure that you just don't start tomorrow <laughs> you know what I mean and then you yeah. have 30 days and you're just re- running to catch you know chasing your tail trying to catch up to to do something but it's just like you know with the proper amount of just like planning and um, passion for your project I think you know conquering that fear you can get out there and, and pretty much do whatever you need to do. And you know what, with that being said, I want to thank you both. I am so excited for the invention of EJ Whitaker. I am excited to share this with my family, with my girls. And I think this is a project that's going to speak volumes for many, many years to come. Please tell us where we can find you online. Uh, We are at ejwhitaker.com and we're on Twitter at I am EJ Whitaker. 
perfect. Thank you so much for joining us, Shanae and Chanel Gibbs. Of <laughs> Thank you, Karan. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm really <laughs> excited about the invention of E.J. Whitaker. You guys look out for it. Can't wait to hear and see more from the Gibbs sisters. Look for that release in December of 2016. This is Karan for the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. <laughs>